Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This creature feature Story Club members might make you reconsider where you swim for relaxation. It's one I call From Beneath. The cool water felt unbelievably good against Renee's skin. It was the middle of August and so hot. The kind of hot where you could drink five cans of orange soda and still have waterfalls of sweat running down your back. But as Renee swam further from the muddy shore of Lake Halcyon, the summer heat seemed to melt away. Don't let Eddie get you. Darren Graves, her friend, stood on the shore in his baggy swim trunks and watched Renee swim. He wore a devilish grin on his face. Eddie was the nickname of the monster that supposedly lived in the lake. For years, people had tried to prove there was some kind of creature that lurked beneath the dark waters of the lake. Some even took photographs, though most of those pictures were blurry and usually turned out to be a mossy log or some driftwood that poked lazily out of the water. There are no monsters, Renee thought. Everyone with half a brain knows that. Not if he gets you first, Renee hollered back at Darren as she swam further out into the middle of the lake. Fump. Something hard and scaly stroked the bottom of Renee's foot under the muddy waters. If it was really Eddie, Renee knew she was too far out in the middle of the water to save herself. She'd never be able to swim fast enough. What would she do? Her 11 years of life flashed before her eyes. Renee had known Darren for two years, since the third grade when he moved to town. They both loved Plants vs. Zombies, the best video game ever. He had invited her over to his house to play it. Her parents didn't really let her play video games, and they'd been fast friends ever since. But Darren was the kind of friend who would use you for one of his practical jokes. One time in the fifth grade, he hid Mrs. Voorhees' math book in her locker. The day she found it in her locker, the teacher happened to be walking down the hall. After Mrs. Voorhees saw that Renee had her book, she sent her to the principal's office. One day, I'll get you back, was what she had said to him. I will get you back for that. It had been Darren's idea to come to the lake. There was the town swimming pool, but on a day like today, it would be way too crowded, and running through the sprinkler is only cool when you're about four years old. Renee and Darren had both been a little surprised to show up and see nobody else at the lake today. Though the area around the lake was heavily wooded, so if anyone was hanging out in the shady tree line, they'd have never seen them. Whatever had Renee's leg wouldn't let go. She struggled, but couldn't get loose. Darren, help! From this far away, Darren only looked like he was one inch tall on the shore. Knock it off, she could faintly hear him say. I'm the jokester, remember? This is for real, help! But Darren didn't answer. Renee lost sight of him on the shore as she slipped underwater. Bubbles burst from her mouth in a steady screaming flow. Something from beneath had pulled her under. Then Renee saw it. Her leg was caught between the mossy branches of an old waterlogged tree. Her chest bursting for oxygen, she quickly slipped her stuck foot loose with one hand and then paddled to the surface. Darren wasn't waiting for her when she returned to the shore. Though she was exhausted from her struggle with the branch, she swam, rested, did the dead man float for rest, and then swam again until she was able to reach the shore. But still, there was no sign of her friend. Darren? No answer. Come on, Darren, quit fooling around. I almost drowned. 
A hot August breeze blew in her ear, the only thing that responded. It wasn't until Renee pulled her tired body onto the shore that she saw them all in a steady line. Footprints. Or at least something that resembled footprints. They came from the water, were about a foot and a half long, and were in a fan shape. They almost looked like giant duck prints. A chill ran down her back despite the heat. The tracks led out of the water, across the shore, and disappeared into the woods. She followed them. The strange footprints trailed through the woods. She discovered Darren's red and orange beach towel hanging on a tree branch. Now she knew it was a joke. He had plenty of time to make those tracks and hang his towel on a tree. He was probably hiding behind a tree, trying not to laugh. This isn't funny anymore, Darren, she said, scanning the darkening woods. I owe you a joke, remember? No answer. Fine, Renee thought. She would play his dumb little game. She followed the tracks. They led back to the lake. The muddy water lapped the sandy shore. No sign of Darren. This new prank of his was getting old. Forget it, I'm going home. Splash. The water exploded behind her. Something rose out of the water. It seemed to block out the sun as it rose from the lake. It lumbered toward her, and it wasn't a mossy branch. Remind me never to vacation at Halcyon Lake. I really don't want to go toe to web toe with Eddie. Hopefully, Darren saw the monster and ran away, and Renee was able to do the same. Guess a crowded city pool beats a lonely lake where there's an actual monster lurking around. That said, I'm gonna escape this heat by spending some time in the boring old pool and chugging some cold H2O from my R.L. Stein Story Club water bottle. Nothing is scarier than dehydration, devoted listeners. So head on over to GoKidGo.com and beat the heat with your very own Story Club water bottle and hat. Oh, and if you want even more great stories, remember to check out the rest of the Go Kid Go network, because imagination is endless. There's Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Oh, and of course Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Fluesville. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or Fluesville wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way to a great time for those moments when I'm too busy at the poolside to talk. But of course, you can count on me to be back here tomorrow for another eerie episode. Because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go Kid Go! 